What's up, guys? It's Miki, and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. All right, all right, all right. We are in the middle of December, really pushing towards the end. How did we get here so quick? I have no idea, but <laughs> I'm not surprised. First thing that I want to talk about is where is Power Book 2? I know I'm not the only one. Hello, we all miss it. If you are a fan of the Power series, this is the longest we have been on a break without a Power show to um, meet our needs. And let me just tell you, I don't know what's going on with stars. They already lost Courtney Kemp to Netflix. They already lost 50 Cent to, I don't even know, but you lost him, period. And losing those two is like you lost the bag. So I am worried about the power shows. I hope they can keep up without them. And secondly, um, where they at though? Like Power Book 2 is done filming the current season that we're waiting to watch. They're probably getting ready to gear up and shoot the next season. And I'm ready. Uh, BMF has been gone forever and they've been promoting that to come back in January. I mean, I enjoy BMF. I really do. But at the same time, where is Book 2? Where the hell is book two? I'm ready to see it. Also, if you like Power, um, Tyreek and Brayden from the show, that's not their real names, obviously, from the show, they have a podcast called The Crew Has It. It's really, really good. They bring on actual crew members from Power. They bring on actual actors and actresses from Power, and they're going to keep it going and change it up and invite some other people, maybe have some guest hosts. It's a really good podcast. I would encourage everybody to check it out. All I got to say is, stars, what are you doing? You're dropping the ball. You're dropping the bag. Give us book two. We ready. I mean, you might as well drop now because we on a house to dragon break. We can't get that back for like a year or two. So you better get it while it's hot. <laughs> while all eyes can be on y'all. Give us book two, please. Next thing I want to talk about is I had such a proud big sister moment. And yeah, I want to share it. I want to be mushy and share it. So my brother did amazing at his Christmas performance. I mean, superstar, superstar. I just want to give him a special shout out. You know, I sat there and I felt super proud, but also <laughs> I kept thinking I could care less about all these other kids. Like I had the camera pretty much just on him. When the other kids sung, I really didn't care. I mean, they were nice and all, but we know why I was here. And I was here just for the one, just for him. But I was so proud of him. Another thing that I thought about was that was their first nighttime performance um, in a couple of years, probably since before the pandemic. And I was so used to when I was little, like my plays and everything was done at night. So it never really done done me like my brother's stuff has never been at night. It's always been during the day. And I thought that's an inconvenience to parents and other family members and stuff that want to come because people have to take off work and blah, blah, blah. And it's a hassle. And when they offered a night program this time, I was like, this is a necessity. Like, how the hell do you expect parents to be able to show up and support their kids if they have to take off? And mind you, most jobs aren't going to let you take off. And secondly, and the time span that they give parents notification, like this is coming up. It's usually like a week or two, maybe the week of like, it's not just with programs. It's, oh, can you buy this for the class for the Christmas party? Uh, can y'all be a little considerate and give me some time to plan and budget so I can have this stuff ready? That's all I'm saying. So yeah, it was kind of weird. That was his first night performance since 
starting that school and since before pre-pandemic and that was that was a little wild and you know everybody is not a stay-at-home parent and most of the time I'm sure both parents are not allowed to be stay-at-home parents so night things are a must or just give like I said parents plenty of time to take off and not just parents want to come out and support other friends and family members would like to as well they need a heads up they need time and everybody can't be taken off work what you gonna say i want to go see my friend's child perform the job's gonna be like yeah okay i'm not even letting you off for yours damn sure let alone for somebody else's kid so i just hope the schools think about stuff like that and you know start being more considerate um third thing that i want to touch on first in the episode is how late it is Like I said, we're in the third week of December and this week is Christmas week. So like I said, I knew this month would be going by fast. I'm not surprised. This whole year has gone by fast, guys. Like where is the time going? I keep telling you guys, I'm at the point in my life where you know how the adults in your life when you were younger, they used to be like, oh, one day you just wake up and just time just keeps going. They were not being dramatic. Like one day I woke up and my life just hasn't stopped. (laughs) Time just keeps on going. It's not even like, oh, I'll be here in a couple of years or whatever. It's like, no, like time is going. It is going by fast. And if that's not emphasis on how short life is, and so many other things I really don't know what is because time is just zooming zooming on by and I just want to say to my BK fam I hope that you guys have so far currently been having a wonderful holiday season and that you continue to do so um, because it's definitely more than just Christmas this month if you celebrate Hanukkah or anything else I hope you have a wonderful time I hope the holidays is full of love in peace, in boundaries. You don't have to do, you know, traditional things. Do it make you happy and bring you joy. Be around people that you enjoy to be around. Don't feel obligated to be around toxic family members if you can avoid it, or toxic friends and people in general. Most importantly, rest, rest, rest if possible. And for me as a believer in Christ, I am so, so grateful that we celebrate Jesus's birthday. So as we know, during this time of year, holiday season, there are plenty of traditions to go around, some kind of quirky, some kind of different. And I found some that I wanted to share that were either just cute, funny, or maybe weird. And I thought they'd be funny to share with you guys. So the first one is My grandpa would always get up on the roof about an hour after our bedtime and stump around with sleigh bells. If that is not, first of all, shout out to grandpa who got up on the roof every year and did that for the kids. Second of all, like if that's not effort to really make them believe in Santa, I don't know what is. I would love to say that I would care enough to do that for my future kids. But right now in my heart of hearts, I know I don't. But I love it for those kids that somebody cared enough to do it. And who knows, maybe I'll put somebody else up in my family to get up on the roof and, you know, do the sleigh bells, make it a whole experience for them. I love that. The next one is every Christmas, the kids in the house have wrapping paper put over the entrances to their rooms so they get to rip through it in the morning. It originally started as a way to keep a certain kid in his room when he kept coming out early and opening presents before everyone was awake. That is hilarious. All I can say is that's a cool little thing too, because 
my favorite part about Christmas when I was younger was unwrapping the gift. Like you probably took the time to make this gift all neat and precious and wrapped pretty and neatly, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I didn't care. My favorite part was to rip it up, destroy it, open it, get to the gift. And it's something so satisfying and gratifying about ripping up the paper. I don't care how cute and neat it was. Take a picture because I am going to destroy it. And I can just imagine if I had my room wrapped in wrapping paper, busting through it, that sounds epic to me and um I don't know that's a cute little tradition to start too right although that would be a lot a lot of wrapping paper gone to waste and I'm gonna be wealthy anyways but do I want to spend my money on that I don't know (laughs) and then again I may not care because when all your basic needs are met the things that open up that you're free to do woo wee it's a whole new world but that's cute I thought that was really really cute plus it's smart like they said it would alert the parents hey or the adults in the house hey so-and-so is waking up and they're busting out of their room and if you're still trying to slide gifts up under there and if your kids are in the car you know if Santa is still delivering um yeah that will give you a heads up like please hurry up and tell Santa to get out of here because somebody is awake really, really early. I thought that was kind of cool. And then the last one that I have to share is my wife and I order from the same Chinese restaurant every Christmas Eve. We eat there almost exclusively on Christmas Eve and we don't eat much other Chinese food through the year. It started one Christmas Eve when we were both feeling lazy and hasn't stopped it's been 12 plus years now. I think that's so cute because you can eat whatever you want on the holiday time and what you eat is different depending on where you grew up in the world, where you even grew up in the States and um, what your culture and race is. It's pretty different about what you eat and what you do. So I think having your own holiday traditions is cute. I can't wait to, if I do have kids, try to find some fun and unique ones. I think something with Christmas lights is going to be part of my tradition because I thoroughly enjoy Christmas lights. They're going to get Christmas movies. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say too much on the podcast and then they are able to play these episodes back and hold me accountable like, well, remember when you said you wanted to do all this for us? I know I don't. I don't remember and these words will not be used against me. So yeah, but some of my favorite current traditions that I like now, I like to look at lights. I love to watch The Grinch. Um, The cartoon version, I think it came out like 2018. It was pretty good, but nothing tops the classic Jim Carrey Grinch. It is my ultimate, ultimate favorite Christmas movie and I watch it every year and Christmas ain't even official until I've watched it. And back when I used to have cable, I used to literally watch it as many times as I could when it came on um, Freeform, ABC Family, whatever they changed their name to for the millionth time. Kind of like when Hocus Pocus came out during the Halloween thing, I had to watch it as many times as I could. And Halloween was a Halloween until I watched Hocus Pocus. And this year I watched Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus too. They, Disney did a really good job with that. And that was a good movie. So if you haven't seen Hocus Pocus 2 and you are a fan of the first one, I highly recommend the second one. They did a very good job with continuing the story and it wasn't corny I was worried that it was going to be corny so yeah I love those traditions please share with me some of yours and yeah happy holidays so as I was just explaining Christmas 
is different depending on where you are in the world, where you grew up in the world, and what your family's views on Christmas actually are. And so this little segment I'm calling Christmas Around the World to see what it's like for different families in different countries and different places and what some of the things that they do during the holiday. The most surprising and interesting and really kind of cool is in Japan, most of them do KFC for dinner. And actually celebrating Christmas is kind of relatively new to them. I saw a study that said a lot of them, it's a small percentage of them that are actually Christians over there. I don't know how true you know, the study is, but that's what I saw. That it's a small percentage of them that's actually uh, Christians over there. So of course they don't really celebrate Christmas or um, if they do, it's probably more in a hallmark card kind of way, which is, you know, fine. So it's been in Japan, it's only been widely recognized for the past couple of decades. And it's typically seen as a time to spread joy and cheer or even a romantic couple's day instead of a religious holiday. And honestly, there's something kind of cool about that. Now, I believe in God, so it doesn't bother me to celebrate Jesus. He is the reason for the season for me. But I also kind of like not having like religious pressure tied to it and really just celebrating each other being happy and creating very joyous moments so many people in japan they order kfc for christmas dinner or make a reservation at a restaurant instead of cooking a big feast and you know what it sounds like the people in japan got a plan sounds like they're smart they get to enjoy each other if they share presents they get to open these presents and nobody has to fight over who's cooking the christmas meal and nobody has to be stressed the kitchen is going to be clean um unless you don't use paper plates or something with the kfc but it's not a whole lot of you don't have the thanksgiving madness again on christmas okay you really just get to enjoy each other and honestly i'm not mad at it All right, so the next one is in Greece, they do something with Christmas trees in boats. All right. So they decorate Christmas trees and boats. It's been it's been very popular over there in the country of Greece for a while. And the first known Christmas tree in Greece was put up by King Odo in 1833 next to a large decorated boat, which families traditionally erected to celebrate men's return from sea voyages. Shout out to House of Dragon and House Valerian. And today in cities like Athens and other places, large lit up boats appear alongside trees. How cool is that? Another one is in Germany, they have this thing called Christmas markets. So you can do your Christmas shopping with a mug of mulled wine in one hand. And in the other, you're going around shopping around at the outdoor markets. And there are different seasonal markets, obviously. And they pop up all over the country with different artisans selling gifts. And you can buy different things that you need for your whole family and friends. That's pretty cool. In the Philippines, shout out to my Filipino friend. I have one Filipino. Filipino friend, guys. So anytime I see anything about the Philo- the Philippines, I think of her. Um, when in the Philippines, they have this thing. Oh, I hope I'm saying this correctly. If I'm saying this incorrectly, I am so, so sorry, guys. But I think it's called Nocho Buene and lots of lights. So apparently in the Philippines, they take Christmas season very seriously, very seriously. And they have these Nocho Buena parties on Christmas Eve. A lot of people will attend mass 
um, and they feast and they dance until the wee hours. Decorations are often big and on large mass scales too. They have uh, star lanterns and 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 lots of lights and it's some of the pictures that I've seen from the Philippines during Christmas time. It is really really beautifully done and I love it. I do. I love it. So this one is kind of different. In Austria, it's called Krampus Hunts for Naughty Children. So, you know, over here we have the thing like coal in your stocking. Well, in Austria and Bavara, hope I'm saying that name right, St. Nicholas gives good kids while Krampus, the half man, half goat. You heard me right half man half goat comes around and drags the bad ones away in some places men dress up as a scary character um in a parade and they run through the streets to blow off steam and scare some kids back in line again this is in austria and i think that is taking beyond scared straight to a whole new level kind of creepy if you ask me in singapore oh my goodness you guys know i just told you about how much i love the lights and the christmas lights well in singapore they show up and show out with serious light displays, okay? If you are ever in Singapore, and I hope this road is still around because I've never been, they have this thing called Orchard Road Shopping District, and they say it buzzes with activity all year round, but during the Christmas season, oh my goodness, it is turned up to a whole nother level. They supposedly have some of the most impressive decorations in the world, not just in their in their country, in the world. And sometimes their residents visit the Gardens of the Bay for jaw-dropping Christmas village lights display. And you know what? I wouldn't mind getting stuck in traffic to view those lights either. That's what some of them say, that they don't mind being stuck in traffic to view the lights. If I got to be in traffic, at least give me some pretty lights and stuff to look at. I think... Um, America, we got to do a little better. We'd be stuck in traffic and y'all probably give us one Christmas tree, one little snowflake. I need more than that. I definitely need more than that. In Australia, they usually do Christmas on the beach because it's the summer months uh, in Australia, apparently happen at that time. And a lot of people just hit the beach and barbecue. Uh, people can play like backyard cricket. They like grill up fresh seafood. Um, they sing. <laughs> this is so funny. The article says they sing White Christmas, but won't ever see one outside of their front door. Um, if you have enough money, you can always make some snow come to you. I've seen it happen. If you just really want snow. But how cool is that? Sand in your feet instead of snow? Warm instead of cold? I'm sure some people would gladly, gladly prefer that. In Iceland, they have this thing called 13 Santa Claus Place treats and shoes so iceland celebrates christmas 13 days before christmas and children also get presents from 13 different santa clauses and each of them has each santa claus has their own different qualities and they can all be a bit feisty but if good children place their shoes on the windowsill then these versions of Santa will leave them little gifts. If they haven't behaved all year, rotten potatoes show up in their crocs, not the crocs. And the last one, because there are so many to share, the last one I'm going to share is in Mexico. They have all night parties with pinatas. 
if nobody knows how to party, it is definitely the people in Mexico, okay? They they got the margaritas, they got the piñatas, they got some of everything. They have the delicious food. They are a vibe. Do y'all hear me? Y'all are a vibe and a good time. And what doesn't sound better than the holiday time? All night parties with piñatas slash margaritas all right so those are some of the christmas traditions around the world i've never heard of some of them um some of them are kind of weird others are definitely really cool and sweet but all in all it's i love that we get to see different cultures and how they choose to celebrate the holidays Another thing the holidays usually brings about is the whole matching pajama trend. So I'm just going to share my thoughts on it really quickly. I honestly don't get what the obsession is with the matching pajamas. I don't think it's a bad thing to do at all, but it's like I looked up one day and everybody was obsessed with it. Like it was a goal for many, many girls. I just thought that this was like a big deal because they would be dying to be in a relationship. And yes, I think that still applies, but this seems to be a bigger deal than I thought and definitely a bigger deal for more people than I thought to the point where a lot of females will get sad if they can't join in matching PJ season. Like it's a season now. It's not just a thing. It is a season. It could be a reminder that they're not in a relationship, which is, you know, understandable, but I do want to point out, guys, you can do matching PJs at any time, not just Christmas. Live your best life. Truly, live your best life. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to tune in and listen to Little Old Me. Thank you so much for starting your week off with me. I love you guys so much, BK fam. Happy holidays from me to you, my BK fam. I hope you enjoy this time with people who bring you peace and joy and fill you up with love. As we enjoy each other's company, if you believe in God, may we remember the reason for the season. I'm so grateful to God for plenty of things and enjoying this time of year is one of them. Something that wouldn't be possible without his birth in the first place. Shout out to all the graduates who recently graduated. Soak in this moment and don't downplay this achievement. Bills, people, and problems will always be here. Be as present as you can right now right now. That's not just for the graduates, but for my whole BK family. Merry Christmas, guys. See you next week.